control Is it a sandwich If I called a hot dog a sandwich Do you think that you'd be fine with it? If not, then why? Let's bust this wide Mary, Carrie, Kelly, Matt Oh my, is a sandwich Well, let's decide A whale of a podcast For a whale of a day Participating podcast platforms Have fudgy the whale you know that beautiful whale f- ice cream cake from Order Up. And now Fudgy comes with his own ocean. That's right. What self-respecting whale goes on land without his own ocean. Now in a beautiful gift tray. If you'd like to set, send Fudgy to a friend in the Northeast or in Florida, please sign up for Order Up. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I, I have always wanted a fudgy whale. Yep. Like, as a Canadian to a fudgy. Thank you, oh. Matt. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, listeners, welcome to Order Up. This is episode four of season six. Uh, oh my gosh, that is just the best way to start it. Carrie, let's get it in a car to Buffalo and get a fudgy the whale. Let's do it, man. I always coveted that stupid thing and oh my gosh. always loved those Carvel commercials and I've never had it. I know. Oh, we got to go. I have yet. I have Carvel. 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 I was just going to say, the only thing that's better than Carvel is Lena Potemkin. What's I am Lena Potemkin from Potemkin Cadillac. Val <laughs> <laughs> ah, Landsberg, everybody, uh, is joining us today. Oh, my God. Today, uh, we're so glad to have Val here. We're going uh, to get to chatting with her in a minute. But uh, friends, uh, Mary, Carrie, Matt, how is your day so far? Well, I, I have to give big kudos to Matt because I got to tell you, Fudgy the Whale sounds like a combination mob boss and a Boston mayor. I mean, I don't know where he's from, but I want him to handle all of my issues. Fudgy the Whale. You know, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared of your Fudgy the Whale. I think he's a big time negotiator. I don't know. I think it was great. Hey, you know, Fudgy, he might give you delicious treats. He might whack you. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good here in beautiful Los Angeles on a fall day. So, yeah, we're good. Nice, nice. Um, I, I would now love to see like a, a South Park with Fudgy the Whale, Breaking Bad style. Oh my. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> uh, friends, as we do each week on the show, we start off with some fun food facts. Uh, Matt, or maybe Fudgy the Whale, uh, what do you have for us today? <laughs> Uh, fudgy takes a lot out of me, so no more fudgy for today. But uh, you know, Na- NASA reports one of the most missed foods it- on missions is ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two being pizza and soda, which is so it's nice to know astronauts <laughs> eat like I do. Um, to, to deal with this, uh, NASA commissioned Whirlpool Corporation. Yep, the, the people who make the what dishwashers uh they commissioned them to create freeze-drying processes which could be used uh during the early nasa missions to create astronaut food Hmm. including freeze-dried ice cream um compared to regular ice cream it could be kept at room temperature without melting and but it has a more of a chalky uh chalk candy consistency it's quite brittle and once bitten, in, bitten into. Um, also, it's been described by astronaut Mike Massimino, or sorry, Mike Massimino, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, disgusting, 
and it was hated by the astronauts. Uh, yeah, so even There's though it was well spent, yeah. that money, that's our that's the tax dollars at work. Um, even though it was listed on the Apollo Seven menu, um, it wasn't sent up because it was described as more consist being more closely related to building material than oh, food. No. Um, oh that said. In the 1970s, uh, regular ice cream was sent to Skylab and is a frequent treat in the freezer on the International Space Station. It was also sent up on the space shuttle. And uh, this this makes me wonder on the ISS, um, when the freezer goes on the fritz, do they just stick it outside like they do in Canada? Um, like, no, but yeah, so that is that is my trivia for the day. <laughs> oh man, Carrie, have you ever had the freeze-dried ice cream? No, I I've seen it when we go to the science center. They sell it in the gift shop, and I've been curious, but I've never been tempted. How about you, Kel? I've I have for years wanted to have it. Okay, and that and a Carvel Fudgy the Whale, but that's on my well, bucket we'll list. We'll do a little field trip. <laughs> so. I, I I will save you the trouble on one of those oh. two. I have friends who gave me astronaut ice cream, and oh. it was. One of the most disgusting things I've ever put in my mouth. Mary, oh. Mary face, have you yeah. had it? Oh, uh, no. I, I, no. No, no thanks. Uh, there's no. two, there's many rules they break with that, that astronaut ice cream. It's not okay. So, Mary, no. Mary and her food rules. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. They need to do freeze dried soda. No. What? I think that's called they a slush. It's a slush, no? Freeze dry like, doesn't necessarily mean no. with ice. Okay. Yeah. So I like I, that I, should be a thing. Hmm. I'd say suck the moisture out. So it'd just be yeah. like soda powder. Mm. <laughs> it'd be like <laughs> drinking Ovaltine without the milk. Yes. That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, everybody. Uh, I think we should get started. We are off. To the moon and beyond, uh, just with no free shredded ice cream. Uh, this is episode four of Order Up. All right, Mary, who is our guest today? Our guest is an incredible lady, everybody. I'm going to do this, this, this large bio, and we'll see if we use it all, but I'm going to say it. So here we go. <laughs> Although she has a very large body of work, with 35 years working as an actor, director, and writer, most of the world knows Valerie Landsberg as Doris Schwartz from the television series Fame. She became a globally recognized star in a role that moved deeply into the hearts of people young and old. She performed with her castmates for the sold-out <laughs> reunion concert in Salzo Maggiore Terme, I hope I pronounced that right, Italy last December. Having resided mostly on the other side of the camera from the last 20 years, Valerie is completing her indie feature offer in Compromise with Tom Cavanaugh, Bellamy Young, and Bailey Madison. Her short film, Trixie's Score, was picked up by Shorts International. As a writer and director, she penned Belters for Profile, Films America, An Unexpected Gift for the Hallmark Channel, which I saw, and Norwegian Wood, a teen comedy for kinetic arts, as well as directing the action thriller Bound by Lies with Christy Swanson and Stephen Baldwin. Her other work as an actor includes multiple roles as television series regular and the recurring, uh, or a recurring role, as well as multiple movies made for the small screen. She made her film debut in the disco classic TGIF. Mm -hmm. She appeared on Broadway in Neil Simon's I Ought to Be in Pictures, Off-Broadway in Surviving Grace, and Woody Allen's The Floating Light Bulb. 
Let's say that again. Woody Allen's The Floating <laughs> Light Bulb. She is a longtime improviser and performs yearly at the Groundlings Theater with various groups. Valerie has worked as an on-set coach for both actors and directors. She travels extensively teaching as an adjunct faculty member, member at UCLA. She taught me there. Rockport College and guest lecturer at the University of Southern Maine and the University of Central Florida. She created Masterclass for Euro Disney and has just joined the international faculty of the Asian Academy of Film and Television in New Delhi. Delhi, excuse me, India. She consults independent business professionals both inside and out the entertainment industry. She lives in a 600 square foot loft on the coast of Maine, a photographer and singer, songwriter, musician with gold and platinum records for her work and fame, and is now preparing to record her second CD, Firebrand. Grown Up Still Sells Worldwide. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, Valerie Lambert. And that's the show, everybody. <laughs> This is the really impressive part about ADD, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is an impressive bio woman. So many and things. It's, and it's actually old. <laughs> it's terrible. No, I, you know, I'm like, it's very exciting to now have Medicare. And uh, I, turned 60, I turned 65 this year. Ooh, muscle hmm. tough. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. We're very excited that you're here. Thank um, you. Should I tell my little Valerie Landsberg story now, Mary? Yeah, but think? Okay. Take questions. Yeah. So, Val, when I heard that you were coming on our show, I was super excited. Uh, fame was like a huge, huge influence on me as a kid. And you in particular were a huge influence on me. And I started thinking about that, going, wow, that's really cool. Then I remembered uh, a very specific episode where uh, one of the characters uh, lost his hearing and you were signing. Uh, you were using sign language. And didn't think much about it back then. Uh, do you know what I do for a living now when I'm not working as an actor and a writer? I am a teacher of deaf and hard of hearing kids. I'm a specialist ah. for hearing kids. And I really think that watching you sign as a 14-year-old was hugely impactful for me. And I mm. think it actually led to my career. I've been teaching for 26 years. And wow. just seeing that on TV as a kid going, wow, this is fascinating. And then I became a teacher of the deaf. Well, what happened was, is that Children of the Lesser God was on the, the street next to us with I Ought to Be in Pictures. So I was allowed to go one block, okay. go downstairs where the rest of the understudies were, and we would just all hang out because they had this really big basement. It was very far below the stage. And so that's where I learned how to sign. Because, uh, you know, there were all the deaf understudies. Yeah. And um, so that was Ron and, and Juliana Feld and all those people. So that's where I learned how to sign. Well, I'm and so We would glad. have parties, you know. Yeah. Do, and I would be this, the hearing person. And did you either write or direct that episode? I think uh, I remember something about I that. I wrote, we wrote, I wrote with Michael Hoey. Yeah. We wrote the episode, and my friend Jackie Roth, who had under was the understudy for Phyllis Freilich, okay, um, uh, she played that role. That's fantastic. She so, played that role. So yeah, 
Anyway, thank you for my career. Yes. And um, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Glad to have done it. Yeah, yes. and I have a pension, so it's great. Thanks so much. <laughs> now, despite the huge bio, we're gonna totally put all that aside. We're gonna ask you very important questions now about ice cream. Are you ready, Val? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Question one: What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? My favorite flavor was until 15 years ago when I became allergic to chocolate. Oh, um, for no reason. And uh, it was chocolate chip, okay. chocolate chip. That was my favorite ice cream. So n- now, because I can't have chocolate chip, hmm. I just have vanilla. Okay. So That's just it. a classic, just the classic, classic. vanilla. Classic okay. vanilla. Okay. This is a multi-part question. Have you ever made your own ice cream? Let's start with that. Have you ever made your own ice cream? No, but I've watched people make their own ice cream. Oh, <laughs> like in person? In, in person. person. Okay, in person. Why, why have you not uh, taken the plunge? I don't know. I, it, was, it was probably a mechanical issue. It was like I was going to have to read an instruction booklet. Yes. And so, but my friend Stephen made this buttercream vanilla ice cream that was Ooh. unbelievable. Best I've ever had. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Best that I've ever had. Like really right, good. you just want to go like right out of the yeah. 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 Well, this leads into my next question, um, yes. which may be the answer for your friend Steven, but who makes the best ice cream you've ever had, aside from Steven? The Italians. Across the boards. Across the boards. I had been I had been sugar-free for two years. I went to Italy. I got one scoop of gelato and I had the whole thing and I was like slurring by the time I was done. I was like, this is the best ice cream anybody's ever had. You know, it, yeah, the Italians. Okay, so I find gelato is I I like ice cream. I find gelato just elevates it. There's Mm, just something just it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Toronto friends, I don't know if you know this, but I have a very good friend who owns a really good gelato restaurant here in Toronto. So maybe we'll have to do a little field trip over there and uh, get some gelato over there. Um, I have a question though. I have a question. Yes, a gelato restaurant. Yeah, like we're not talking like a rest. Like that's a lot. That's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, do- Mayor, I'm going to tell you, he has a lot of gelato. He has very, very good coffee and fancy coffees and things. But oh, he does okay. now have a full menu. Uh, they have a brunch. They have lunch. They have pastry. It's a small little place. They are known for their gelato, and they're known for really wacky flavors. Like during harvest time, they'll do like a corn, a roasted corn uh, at Passover. If anyone's familiar with the holiday of Passover, there's a thing we make called haroset, which is like almond, uh, not almonds, walnuts and apples and honey all mixed together. He makes a haroset gelato, kind of seasonal stuff, but it's amazing. Yeah. I think we're, it's like, it's like the, it's like the drink mixing thing. I think it's like, 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 like mustard ribbon. You know, that could be like an ice cream flavor, you know, and, and every, right, right. Yeah. Like sh- just sriracha. Yeah. Oh, you know, God. <laughs> right. Spicy ice cream. 
that's a thing yeah. actually, isn't it? Um, like yeah. people say, everything oh, well, is, you yeah. know, ev- you know, yeah. yeah, everything is a thing now. Everything is a thing. <laughs> everything is a thing. I'm going to get a t-shirt with that made. Everything is a thing. You people exhaust me. Okay. Yeah. Um, Val, toppings or no toppings? In the earlier days, mm-hmm. toppings, <laughs> only chocolate, sprinkles, Ooh. enormous amounts <laughs> on top of the vanilla. <laughs> and now nothing. Now just plain nope. would be prefer- now not, preferable. Now just plain. It's just okay. vanilla. That's it. Okay. Well, that's okay. We don't judge. Okay. I mean, yep. we judge yep. a little, but it's okay. Yep. Now, this is the big question. This is what our season is sort of cornered on this this mm-hmm. this season. When it comes to ice cream, are you a fan of the cup or the cone? All right. But let's get very specific now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can never remember... The, what the different names are for the dark cone that ends with a point like a dunce cap over your head. I call sugar, it sugar, sugar cone. cone. Yeah, sugar, sugar cone. cone. That's the sugar cone. What yes. is the other cone called? The, there's a regular cone and a waffle cone. So there's like three types so of like, cones. Okay, like, so there's a waffle cone. Okay, so I like the, that one. I like the one that I just said. And the reason that I like it is because what you're doing with that when you get the ice cream is you're consistently pushing with your tongue to get every bit of ice cream down the farthest point of the cone so that when you get to that moment when it's all in the cone you have a bite of cone with every bite of the ice cream wow this is like poetry and science we're learning so much I and tongue it. exercise, you know, yes. which is enough. You and really have, yeah. <laughs> you just have to be doing that. You have to, you know, there's a lot happening here on Order Up today. Fit- a lot happening. Fitness Gosh. and science and culinary advice. <laughs> and and with that answer, yep. uh it's not even a race. This is cone all the way this season. Uh, yes. I, I will say, Val, I am I am playing for both teams this season i am cup i am cone just depending on where i am um so rob who was on episode one uh him and i uh, are also both on the fence so this is full cone. Uh, okay I, like- <laughs> I think this is full cone but like let, let's face it you can't eat the cup no yeah can you in the, well like in the last episode <laughs> yeah i did it there was the very first cone was a cup Oh right! It was it was a waffle shape, like kind of a waffle cone scenario, but or, but it was a cup. I do buy waffle bowls. I buy waffle yeah. bowls for my kids. Was this like a wood burning cup? Was <laughs> 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 this from like another time period? It was from the from the eighteen eighties, eighteen eighties. So it was, it was actual like a steampunk food. cup. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm with Val, particularly with the sugar cone. Like that is mm. my my cone of preference, even more than mm. a waffle cone. Like way, I love a sugar cone. Yeah, I can also yeah. become somewhat incensed when the cone has been made and there's the it has they've they've accidentally gotten paper inside yes. of that fold in the cone, yes. and then you hit that, and it's like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You know. <laughs> What are we doing here? How does this happen? What are we living in pioneer days? People can't fix this. Jesus. Yeah, it's not. 
Well, and I'm perimenopausal, so I'll eat all of that and then realize, yeah, oh, that's all right. Yeah. It's got to be, it's probably vitamin K that I need anyway. So I'm fully right. menopausal and I, yeah. I, I would <laughs> eat a fortune cookie with the fortune still inside it. <gasps> no. I understand. Did it come true? Because you ate it? That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. And no. fortunes, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this has been amazing. I'm so glad Cone is winning because that's my choice. Um, Yeah, we like Cone. I love Cone. Um, And Valerie now lives in a place that I visit quite often that has Mm -hmm. some of the best ice cream in the world. Uh, All right, maybe I'm lying, but I I have to, you know, Mm -hmm. I do. There's some great places in Maine. Um, but what, if people want to find you, uh, where can they go? And also what do you have coming up? What, what can we see you in oh, and all that? Yeah. Gosh, what do I have? You know, I have for the last, um, for the last, I, I've been here for 10 years now mm-hmm. and, uh, for the last five years, I, I've been building a real estate empire. Um, oh. I, right now I'm working on a project, it's an 18,000 square foot building and, uh, it has, Inside of it, the in- completely intact 1836 Baptist Church. Oh my God. And it is surrounded yes. by it's it's a very odd building. And we are turning it into a a wedding venue, music venue, and and other parts of the building oh, will become oh. other pieces of this. And um it's a big project, and it's the biggest project that I've done here. I have a couple of other projects that I did here. And uh, that's like really what I do. Most people, it's like who don't, who like aren't old, you know, who aren't old like me, you have no (laughs) idea that that's what I did at some point. And, but no, it's, it's, and you know what, Uh, uh, building buildings and doing this is like making movies. Mm -hmm. You know, I made Love and Debt, uh, which is still on, you know, it's on Amazon, Tom Cavanaugh, Bellamy Young, Yardley Smith, Ed Marinero, Daryl Chill Mitchell. It's a great movie. It's on Amazon. And, um, but it's like, you know, it's, it's just like making movies. It's every day. It's another expensive surprise. (laughs) Every other day you're going, what, what, really? What? Um, no, no. Uh, um, but it's good. I, I actually love it. I've now learned all about renovating houses that were built in the late 1800s. And, um, yeah. You know, wow. wow. Fun fact. Fascinating. Fun fact. Up until about 20 years ago, the best insulation was still horsehair, plaster, and lath. And what? Wow. What was the, the most insulating? Horsehair. Yeah. Real horsehair. Horsehair, plaster, and lath. It's the little the little slits that just go oh. like this. Wood slats. And plaster oh. goes in through them against the horsehair. Oh and literally till about 20 years ago. That was as good as you got inside a house. Hmm. I wish they had some of that in California because it's cold, <laughs> even with the heat on. It is, oh. right. it is cold. No, it is cold. From Canada and Maine. Oh, I know. I'm oh. sorry. Oh. No. Oh. Wait, <laughs> Carrie, what's the yeah. temperature where you are now? What's the temperature where you uh, are now? Maybe about three degrees. It's actually not bad. So it's, it's about 30, Celsius. 40, Let me see. Let me check. Yeah. today. Yeah, yeah it's exactly go. three degrees Celsius. Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. 
not that bad. Uh, it's not that bad? No. Well, you six, double it and add 30. Double it and add 30. So six, 36. Yeah, 36. Okay, 30 we got 38. So Ooh. the first winter, first yeah. winter I was here, I woke up one morning and I picked up my phone and it said zero. This was like my first <laughs> year here. It said zero and I went like, I shook my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's broken. It's not registering. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Celsius. You get used to it. I kind of like yep. the, 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 the using a, using sort of metric or whatever it's called, Celsius for. for oh, weather. come on. It's like a bitch with a washing machine. It's like you, go, you just go, what do you mean? What do you mean? I can't figure out. Like zero is so clear. Zero is freezing. And if you're below that, it's super freaking freezing. And if it's above that, you can go out without a hat. Like, you know, it's simple. And if you're from Toronto, if it's above zero, you you can get away with shorts because we're crazy. Oh my God. I saw a guy with shorts like two days ago. Oh, I'm like, yeah. dude, my, what my, is your problem? My dad is a ski instructor and it would be like, Oh, oh, minus one, minus two, and he'd be out there in like uh, you know, yeah. shorts and stuff. And oh I'm like, yeah, you're just showing off Toronto. at this point. I, <laughs> I love Toronto. So, so I come that. visit. I really, yeah. I know, I love Toronto. It's like my friend, a friend of mine said to me, it's like if New York were run by the Swiss. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and another accurate description that I saw mm-hmm. on 30 Rock was it's like New York, but without all the stuff. So, which, is, which is which is also accurate it's like new york dialed to four that's <laughs> true and, and you know portland portland maine's like baby boston yeah it's like it's like mini boston oh that sounds so, nice we should do a road trip there we should while we're road tripping we should, we should go. go to our venue okay i'm what am i i'm six hours from i'm six hours from quebec city oh. And okay. I'm five hours from uh, Montreal. Oh, and, uh, yeah. I'm just yeah. Come All on right. down. All right, we're gonna go oh, visit. Come right. down to Maine. I love it. There's no excuse. It's a five-hour ride. There's no excuse. <laughs> I have a car, guys. Let's go, man. We can do that. We can get yeah. us yeah. the whale. Uh, yeah. I am hooked on this now. You know what? I just thought of another show idea: uh, The mm. Sopranos, but starring Fetty the Whale. <laughs> Yes, animated, animated. Got to be, yeah. Or people in costume. That's also good. Well, there has to be the special effects. There has to be the walk down the driveway with somebody holding. Wait, just a moment, just a moment for (laughs) just a major icon for the passing of a major icon, um, um, Marty Croft. Yes. Yeah. 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 See, that was that was a whole world. Mm-hmm. Jack Wild. Oh my we gotta god! Gotta do it. We could do it. We could do this. Okay, <laughs> people. So, so Val, so this Val has been amazing. This it has great. been amazing. But I realize now you are a real estate mogul among mm-hmm. your other credits. But if fan, if fame fans want to find you, how do they do that? Uh, they come up to Rockland. You come to Rockland, Maine. You come up to you come up to Rockland, Maine, and then you go into the Rock City Coffee, and you say, "Has Valerie been in yet today?" And then that's that's how we do it. And yeah, I mean, it's like so. I've had pe- friends come up, and they just went into Rock City and go, "Does anybody have like Valerie's phone number? Does anybody like? Do you know where she is right now? You know, like you know, at some point it'll be my turn to be the mayor. You know, I, it's like." 
you know, it was like the later days of Laverne and Shirley. Oh my god! You know, god. where they would just go, "Do you have a friend? Is your cousin coming in? Would they like to direct the show?" Um, <laughs> so, ah, it, it's good. It's good. I, I love where I live. That's awesome. I love my town. But truly, if they wanted to 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 see what you're doing, can they like just go online? Media. She wants it's to like know social, social media. media. No, go to my Instagram. Okay. V Landsberg. That's what it is. You know, it's the same thing on Facebook. Um, yeah, you can see my cats. You can see Aww. my endless pictures of the cats. Hmm. And um, Re- Remington and Winchester, that's the names they came with. I decided not to change them. <laughs> they were six months old. I didn't want to give, have to send them to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and so I have them. And they, they, they this is their apartment. I, I subsidize it. And and my partner, my second act, lives four blocks away from me. He's also named Jim. First husband, James. Second partner, 17 years, Jim. Not confusing at all. Yeah. And I met Jim in um, seventh grade. Oh, Oh, that's so cute. So my first husband is Mike. And I'm currently married to Mark, who I met in high school. But married many, many years later. So very similar. Yep, there you go. And my father often gets the name wrong when he's talking oh, to me. No. <laughs> yeah. And I just let it slide. It's all good. <laughs> Gotta let yeah. it slide. Yeah. Oh, man. This is great, Val. Uh, thanks, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, this has been episode four of Order Up. We'll listen to you next time. Hello, person on the street. Can I ask you a couple of questions? Uh, sure. Excellent. What is your name? My name is Amy. Excellent. Amy, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh, mint chocolate chip. Definitely mint chocolate chip. Nice. And do you go with toppings or no toppings? Usually no toppings. I can find it's just good by itself. I think so, especially with mint chocolate chip. Yeah, what else do you need? Possibly sprinkles, but you never know. Um, (laughs) Final question. Are you on Team Cup or Team Cone? I think Cone. There's something nostalgic about a cone. Thanks so much. No problem. Order Up is hosted and produced by Matt Ardill. Mary Kennedy. Larry Kane. Ellie Zanekis. And original music is by Rebecca McDonald.